Yeah. Okay. 6.30 a.m. Tell how. Amazing. She was real peachy, too. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm amazed that you were up for 6.30. I guess you have a baby, so you're up all the time. Actually, all Olive likes to sleep at that time. Mm-hmm. Willow, not so much. Laura and Ella would always sleep till mm-hmm. they would sleep in. It was nice. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey. This is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. Hey, um, we're back from our Thanksgiving holiday. 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 But we didn't go on a holiday like some Celebrate. of you all do. It was an actual day. If you need a holiday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's time to celebrate. Like forever. That's all I'm going to have in my head the rest of the day. You've lost me. Sorry, <laughs> the episode's sorry. over. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I had a nice Thanksgiving. It was. Yeah. And um, it was nice to have a little break. and. I really took the time off too. Like, good. Yeah. I did put up all my Christmas stuff. Oh, I saw your little video of your cute little tree. Oh, that's right. I love it tree. so much. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's good. And I had the girls the whole week. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Did your brother get to come in? No. Oh. He, my brother, has like torn his bicep. He did it, <gasps> I think, the oh, day before that Thanksgiving. That's so painful. He sent a picture and it is. Oh, I mean, the bruising Ooh. is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, I showed it to a friend of mine and he was like, it. is he tattooed? I'm like, no, 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 that's bruising. Oh, no. Oh, poor brother. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Like, how, do, what, how does one repair that? I think you have to have surgery. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't know what's going to happen. Sorry, brother. He's kind of like me. He's real stubborn about going to the yeah. doctor. So he hasn't gone to the doctor yet. Oh, my gosh. I know. He's going to be limp. He's going to be immobile. Oh, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't even. I'll show you the picture later just so you can be horrified. Like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so you have an episode today? Yes. Okay. So last night we get this email. And as soon as I read it, I was like, we have to go over this tomorrow. Because usually we sit on the ghost stories and try to do them in order. Mm-mm. This one's coming right at you. <laughs> I don't even try to do them in order. I just like randomly pick them. Yeah. Okay. So they also emailed this morning and they asked that we apologize for the length and the language. <laughs> Please. I know. I'm like, oh, I'll do oh, it. That's so but, sweet. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here it goes. Hello, ladies. This is a story years in the making. The only reason I'm sharing is because of your listener stories that break up the horrible things that happen in the world. I'm not an English major or even remotely paid any attention to the grammar teachers that try to teach me how to speak or write like any anyone other than the person that's writing the shit show of a story. <laughs> I apologize in advance for any horrific grammar, but I do have spell checks, so I have that going for me. (laughs) So, anywho, here's the story of the self-proclaimed modern-day Lone Ranger and Tonto. Nice. Here it goes. 22 years ago, I meet one of the most intriguing person I have or intriguing person ever. He's Native American and of Blackfoot and Comanche descent. I'm as any other white guy from Oklahoma. Here's the Lone Ranger and Tonto reference. He hates it. And that's why I use it. You know, what's what, that's what friends do, right? <laughs> yeah, we're assholes to each other. We started working together in the oil and gas industry together, and that's where we met. Oklahoma is known for as Native American because, well, that's where they were moved against their will in the 1800s. It's also known as a place where all kinds of outlaws would come to hide. 
So there's a, there's a whole lot of unsavory history and stories that has happened here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one, the outlaw who wouldn't die, I mm-hmm. think he went to Oklahoma. Yeah. Basically, it's a big, giant Indian burial ground. So if anything bad would happen, like a work truck breaking down in the middle of nowhere for no reason in the middle of the night, it was automatically his fault. Cut me some slack. He's the only Indian I know that I could blame it on. Like, (laughs) tell your people this isn't cool and please let us go. Sometimes that actually worked and sometimes it made things worse. Like, weird knocking on the tailgate or the rear view mirror would fall off. It would make me pee a little. And of course, all he would say is fucking white people. (laughs) The first time he said that, I knew we would be best friends, if not family. (laughs) A few years go by and some things would happen and we would laugh like it was no biggie. I found out later that he's a legit medicine man and how I found out is so not cool. I was laying down almost asleep when I see a shadow walk across the foot of my bed. When I turned on the light, it was gone. I called my buddy up and told him what happened, and he said he was on his way. I got up to walk out of the the bedroom, and that's when I felt a touch on my shoulder. I freaking grabbed my pistol and waited outside for him. A few minutes go by. After I catch my breath and I called again, told him what happened, he plays it off by saying, I hate when they do that. Wait, what? They... Who the fuck is they and why are they touching me? As he pulls up into my driveway, he sees a white guy in swim trunks, a t-shirt, flippy floppies, and a pistol. Flippy floppies? (laughs) He's got some Native American things in his hand. Until this day, he won't tell me what. Native secrets, I guess. As he goes to walk by me, he stops, looks at me, looks me up and down and says, fucking white people. (laughs) Then proceeds into the house. After about an hour, he comes out and says, I should be good. We both go in there. There's a sweet grass smell, which is kind of like sage, but smells better. The lights, TV, and everything in our neighborhood goes dark. Just our neighborhood. He looks me dead in the eye and says, these aren't my people. Then straight up bails on me, hops in his truck, and nopes the fuck out of there, leaving (laughs) me there with one finger in my belly button and one in my nose, wondering what the fuck do I do now? Well, <laughs> listen, I just want to be this person's friend. I know. Can you flippy floppies? And then one finger in his belly, belly button. <laughs> uh, let's hang out. He's like, well, what I did is move the fuck out and move in with him. Years go by and we both are still close, close enough that I'm able to call him uncle and he calls me nephew. We decide to go to the Hartley shop and buy us a bike. We pick out the bike we want and sign the papers. Of course, mine's silver. Why? Because fucking white people. Lone Ranger's horse is named Silver. We decide we're going on a road trip and camp out along the way. We pick a few places to stay. The night, and some are haunted, and some have to burn sage and sweetgrass before we lay down. Why would you do this? One place in particular is known as the Black Kettle Battleground. Brief history on this this is General Custer came in and massacred Comanche and Cheyenne tribes, with Cheyenne Chief Black Kettle being one of those killed. So yeah, extremely haunted burial ground. No one's permitted to count camp on the battleground because it's sacred and well nope we camp out about a mile away and things start happening around 10 o'clock i'm already feeling like a weight on my chest and anxious tonto immediately says we have to go and you're not welcome here i agree and as i mount my harley i feel like i just got nailed by a baseball bat and square my chest Mm. huh He says it hurt like hell, and I tried to talk, but I couldn't. I started the bike, struggling through watering eyes and screams, 
or and he screams at me like I've never heard him scream at me before. Total fear and anger. We have to go right now. At this point, I can't breathe like a huge gut punch that knocks all the air right out of you. I managed to start the bike and ride a couple miles down before we stopped to pull over and reassess the whole situation that just happened. He asked me what was wrong and I wasn't able to say anything, just shake my head. He raised my shirt and showed his flashlight and we both seen four inch red mark, same size as a tomahawk or hatchet, right where I felt the pain. And I looked at him and noticed the light shaking like a leaf and realized this Indian I'm looking at, he's wider than I am. And all he could manage to say is we're not welcome and we're never coming back. Oh my gosh. Well, you're not welcome anyway. I get a free pass. He said, what a dick. (laughs) He said, I love him still, but what a dick. After smoking a pack of cigarettes and drinking what felt like a gallon of water, the shock of it all, I was dissipating and was able to ask him what happened. He said, the spirits don't like you because you're white, have blonde hair, blue eyes, and have a goatee. I started to think about it and realized he vaguely described Custer. Great. I'm some dumbass white guy that looks like a guy that decimated a Comanche right. tribe you look and like killed a shiny chief. Yeah. Oh, my God. Camping out on an Indian burial ground on land that once belonged to a bunch of pissed off native spirits that didn't want to be here in the first place. I'm such a genius. I have a few stories, but this is definitely in the top five. Maybe I'll share a couple more with y'all. I don't know. I started binge listening about a month ago. At this point, I'm not sure if I'll ever catch up, but love the podcast. Hope I'll be able to hear you read this sometime next year. Thank you. If you decide to read this and keep on keeping on. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. Well, now you get to hear it sooner rather than later. Well, I think he means he might not get to it because he's listening in order. Yeah. I'm sure you'll catch up. It's always funny to me when we get messages. They're like, I'm all caught up. Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? What do I do now? (laughs) Re-listen. Yeah. Start over again. Watch the Go through the journey with us. Yeah. 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 You can join the Patreon. Yeah. Good stuff. God, that's terrifying. I can't. I mean. Somebody actually, it's so interesting. So I hadn't read that email. I saw it come in, but I hadn't read it, especially when you said you were going to read it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll wait and listen to it from Kara. But um, I had done a TikTok to show my basement. Okay. Because somebody had made a comment. I made a comment about how I can't go in the basement. They're right. like, why not? And I was like, well, let me show you. Well, you just wait. My basement's terrifying. I yeah. know y'all have heard me talk about it. It's like unfinished. So it's a dirt where floor. The I mean, it, well, it's where all the dead bodies go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing down there, but right. ghosts and spotters haunted things and uh so i did a tiktok and there's a whole, so many people who commented like oh my god like that, <laughs> i can't believe you live and uh some guy commented like overnight i woke up to it and he was like it looks like an indian burial ground oh and great. i'm like okay let's no, not it doesn't let's not talk about that <laughs> why would you even put that in my head yeah oh that's terrifying yeah oh no thank you that is a wild story isn't that crazy mm-hmm. Also, he says he has more. I love their friendship, though. It's a good. Oh, it's it adorable. Yeah, great. Yeah. Flippy floppies. Flippy floppies. I'm gonna try to adopt that. I'm gonna start calling on my yeah. flip flops, flippy floppies. Flippy floppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for sending that story in. Okay. So I've had this one in my back pocket for a while. You did an episode one time on like Facebook things or like murders and crimes that were solved via Facebook comments or posts, and I Google Earth. 
mm. has solved some crimes. I've heard about this. Yes. I used to get on there and just like scroll through different places just to see what they looked like. And there's, I mean, some of the stuff you can tell that people just put on a costume, knew the Google Earth truck or car was coming through and they just acted weird about mm-hmm. it. But other stuff you're like, oh, really? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 2017. Case involving a kidnapping and sexual assault was resolved after police obtained a geofence warrant to get the location data from Google. The victim remembered that her attacker used Google Maps on his or on their phone, and then law enforcement contacted Google to identify devices present in that location at the time. And they she knew it was a Samsung phone and not an Apple one. And so they pinpointed it and found the person and they were found guilty on seven charges associated with this assault and they got a hundred years in prison. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 2018. Um, this is horrible. Two women and their children were escorted by armed men. The video footage saw that they, the women and children were blindfolded and, uh, were forced to kneel and then they were shot. This is on Google Art. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said that it was Cameroonian soldiers, but then the local government was like, no, 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 this is not true. It's fake news. Um, they they wouldn't wear uniforms like that. So the BBC was like, we got this. So they looked into it. They were able to match the video's geographical features, like buildings, trees, all the satellite imagery, and did like a whole analysis, pinpointed it to like the time that it happened and like where it had happened. And then um, they, the Minister of Communications announced that seven military members had been disarmed, detained, and incarcerated. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. They can even do that. Right. But then when you see like all these, you know, here in Nicholasville, geez, if you look on the local law enforcement's Facebook, you will see plenty of posts. You know, this figure in this picture, like all the people's mm-hmm. like video camera footage, like something was stolen or this person mm-hmm. tried to break in or this car was, you know, damaged. You can't see anything. It no. is so pixelated and blurry. And I get like, so what? many ring camera alerts yes. where they're like, this person did this. Look, here's this guy getting yeah. in the car. And I'm like, I you can you literally tell at? nothing. Yeah, I can't tell anything like, about this person. Yeah, but then you can go on Google Earth and it's like clear as day. <laughs> what? Thanks. Okay. In 2007, uh, Google Earth found people looking on it, found a lake in Iraq. And it had a lot of red to it. And it was about 500 feet in width and about half a mile long. And it was so red. The people were like, okay, well, maybe it's human blood and criminal activities. And other people were like, well, maybe it's being used as a disposal site by a butchery. Mm. But then, uh, now it's back to its normal color. It's questionable. Mm. Like people were noticing. Yeah. And so they stopped doing what they were doing. Maybe. But they never figured out what it was. Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. So Google Earth car is driving around and f- stumbles upon a full fed fledged police pursuit. 
Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. So it is showing everything that is going on. It's in Serbia. It has the suspects trying to rob a jewelry store. And then it's got law enforcement chasing the criminals. And then it's got like footage of like all the bystanders that are like just watching it all happen. It's even funnier because there's nobody in the Google car. So yeah. This car is just like, you know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that just makes me laugh. Like it's totally an unmanned vehicle. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh. got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against the ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Summer is the season of hot temperatures, outdoor adventures, and refreshing water activities. Summer is also the season of rough on your feet causing dry, cracked heels and toes. Introducing Babyfoot, the original exfoliation foot peel that contains 16 natural extracts formulated to remove dead skin cells in three easy steps. Apply the booties, relax for an hour, then wash your feet. In 14 days, you've got baby smooth skin and your feet have never been softer. Letting dead skin cells build up over time is hazardous to your foot health. Our professional-grade DIY products, like our original exfoliation foot peel, our men's foot peel, or our moisturizing mask, are some of the best foot care products on the market. Created with your foot health in mind. Pamper yourself with a spa day from the comfort and convenience of your own home with Babyfoot. If you want a chemical-free, easy-to-use exfoliating process from the company that created the original foot peel, it's time to treat yourself to Babyfoot. Go to babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24 and get 20% off your first order with Babyfoot. That's babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24. Okay, David Lee Niles, a 72-year-old, two-year-old father, had cancer struggling with depression, vanished one night in Michigan. He was leaving the local pub 
And for about 10 years, no one knew where he went. His family was just really struggling with not knowing what happened to him. So then in 2015, someone is decorating their Christmas tree from a cherry picker. And he notices something unusual. And he so he goes and looks on Google Earth. There's a car submerged in the water. Police pull the car out and find David's remains and his wallet in the car. His son-in-law says, for us today, it's a closure for a long search. Why God waited nine years, I have no idea. But we're happy it's good to have him home. So how did the person go look at the Google Earth? So they were in a cherry picker, like decorating their Christmas tree and noticed something in the water. And they're like, that's weird. So they like go on Google Earth to see like what. To get it so you can zoom in. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. Like I never would have thought to do that. No. Yeah. I'd just be like down in the water. I know. But that's so smart to be like, look it up on Google Earth. Yeah. Because I guess you have to know that the how recent the video from Mm -hmm. Google Earth is or the pictures, but still, that's so interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But to know that, like, it's been there for nine years. Wow. Wild. There's another story like that here in a minute. This one, Mary Juana. There's several places that have been um, shut down due to law enforcement, either not even looking for pot fields, but coming across them when they're looking for other things. Mm -hmm. And shutting them down. So in 2009 in Switzerland, they were just searching through and they uncovered a cannabis operation. And they said that it was over one metric ton of marijuana in this bust. And they hid it in rows of corn. <laughs> they also, this happened in Oregon on a smaller scale. scale. And also the farmer was licensed to grow this plant but he was only allowed to grow a certain amount and he was growing a lot more than he was uh, legally allowed to. And I'm like, yeah, that's not murder criminal activity. Yeah. Okay. 2011, there's a home invasion in Oklahoma and a woman was just terrified. She was held at gunpoint by the people and she was just like, I thought I was going to die. It lasted for over an hour and police invest- investigation couldn't find anything, like no forensic evidence, which I'm sure there were gloves and, you know, masks and whatever. Her friend in 2014, so three years later, is looking on Google Street View. The two men that robbed her and attacked her were in the footage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they reopened the case. That's wild. I know. The wow. two men had a like. Huh? I love that. Isn't that crazy? Okay, 2013, a Reddit user, of course, Reddit, coming through, said that they spotted what appeared to be a trail of blood on a dock. And there's just like, so imagine like this round dock that leads like back to the land. And they said, the user's post said, a murder near my house on Google Maps, Lincoln comments. So then people are freaking out it does look like blood like a trail of blood it's like splattered all down the way and then like in the round part it's just like a big wet mass they said that this person came forward and was like that's my dog he likes to get in the water and swim and get back in and run down 
and jump back in. So it's just like people were down there and the dog is just like this big watery mass. Oh my gosh. And they said, when I saw the picture, I realized it's my dog. He loves the water, jumps off the jetty, swims to the bridge and then runs back to the dock. She said she found it really funny though, that it was mistaken for a crime scene and said that her dog is, um, she's really happy about her dog's new fame. (laughs) (laughs) So, but there was like, when I found this, I was like, oh my gosh, because several articles didn't explain what it was. What it they was. were just like, oh my gosh, America happened here. But then when you dig deeper, you're like, oh, it's this cute dog. That's hilarious. <laughs> so she just loves it. Okay. Uh, 2008 in the Netherlands, a boy, a teenage boy, uh, was robbed by twin siblings when he was riding his bike. They took his cell phone, all his money, and the streetcar captured it happening so the victim didn't know who it was but then later was just searching through google maps at the crime like looking at the crime scene and then the streetcar like took pictures of the people like it happened like i don't understand how, how they, does it happen to be there at that right well, that's what i mean and like they yeah. don't notice yeah because you think even if you didn't it would deter the car you would think there's someone yeah driving by yeah yeah, they were Dutch twins that were already on law enforcement's radar Weird. for other criminal activities. <laughs> Let's listen to this one. So these, I have two that are very similar. So in Athens, Greece, you having a swimming pool on your property requires a permit. And local authorities knew of 324 pools in the suburbs of Athens. And they were like, this is weird. We feel like there's probably a lot more. Uh, so they took to Google Earth and found tons, 16,500 reported unreported swimming pools. So then they taxed those. They used that to find the people. Wow. Good Lord. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. I know. Of course, I just think that because I don't want anybody to pay more taxes. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Catch other criminals. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in, two, in the early 2000s, an Italian businessman was in a tax evasion scheme. And it was for his villa in 2002, and it had a phallic-shaped pool. The finance police used Google Earth to locate his property and found the value surpassed all others in the area. And then when they investigated a little more, he had evaded about 7 million euros in taxes. Wow. So they used his pool to figure out how much his house and stuff was worth and they were like that's his house with the penis pool <laughs> people who like that kind of crime like anything tax related mm-hmm. i just think i just i don't know i'm terrified of taxes and all that kind of stuff yeah you know i mean like i can't imagine the f- amount of stress i'd be under all the time if i, I was doing some sort of tax evasion yeah terrified i would be so sure i'd get caught right. i'm always sure anyway if i do anything wrong ever oh I'm my gosh yeah like, no that's exactly well I that's am. how you and i are like anytime we go on a flight we're like well, there's a gun in our suitcase <laughs> there's gotta be we got bombs i'm definitely we got, I'm definitely in trouble we got we got something gunpowder yeah, on our you, bags. have you ever left have you stepped away from your suitcase have you left it unattended Maybe and i'm like no in my head, I'm like, but what if somebody got something in there anyway? Yeah, like, I don't but, know what's happening. How do I know? I was in the bathroom. What if somebody <laughs> slipped something in the bottom of it? What if they injected it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm such a rule follower. It's I almost assume. an illness. 
<laughs> I know we are sitting there studying our exit row. Like if somebody asks, does anybody want to be in the exit row? Yes, please. Karen and I are the queens we of the exit row. Are on it. We've and got we know what's happening. Yeah. One of us is down at the bottom of the slide. One of us is at the top helping them. <laughs> you want us on your flight. You do. For sure. You do. Um, yeah. And now, whenever either one of us flies, we always take a picture of it. Send send it to the other if we're not together. Yeah. Just so you know, I am in the exit. I am participating in my <laughs> duties, my citizens' duties. Uh, okay, after 22 years, the remains of a missing man were discovered thanks to a person examining satellite images on Google Earth. 22 years. The other one was nine. They noticed a car submerged in a pond in a former Florida neighborhood. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office confirmed the remains in the vehicle were William Moult, and he disappeared on November 8, 1997, at the age of 40. So the person that was looking at Google Earth spotted what seemed like a car underwater, and they contacted the Sheriff's Office. They were flying a drone to verify that it was the white car. And on August 28th, the sheriff's office was alerted. Deputies found the car's exterior heavily calcified, and then they found his skeletal remains. They removed it, took it to the examiner's office, and they did identify William. Um, So they said that he had left a nightclub on November 1997, sober is what people were saying, told his girlfriend he would come home soon. And they think that he maybe lost control of the car and ended up in the pond. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. I just I also wonder what it would be like to be one of these people who sees this stuff on Google Earth. I know. And you're just like, oh, I gotta tell somebody. Tell? I yeah. Gotta tell somebody. Yeah. What if you're like from a completely, what if you're over in California and something's happening in like Connecticut? But I mean, I think I've seen like on TikTok and other things where stuff, like, there's people yeah. who just look for things. Yeah. And they aren't anywhere near where it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, how do you know? I'm just drunk. You just call and, and say, Yeah, I saw this thing. I am I'm thousands here. of miles away. I have nothing to do with it, but I'm happy to give you the details that I'm currently looking at. Yeah, wild. Ooh. Okay, 2010 drug dealers were caught by the Google Street View car. They uh, were just stealing on the streets. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this led to the arrest of multiple dealers on Jackson Street in Kingsland. Kingsland! That's my main <laughs> avenue <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York. But the police did say, well, we were currently working that area as a sting. Okay, but Google Earth. <laughs> Google Earth got it. Google Earth Solved got it. it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, well, thanks, Google Earth. <laughs> this guy's last name is I think it's Gamino, G-A-M-M-I-N-O, Mr. Gamino. Sure. Sure. Avoided capture for 20 years after he escaped while waiting trial for murder. He allegedly was a mafia hitman. He decided he was going to go live a new life in Spain. He just stopped talking to friends and family, and he went to work as a chef in a, an Italian restaurant. He just wanted to get out of the mafia. Yeah, but guess what happened? Uh-oh. Google Maps caught him outside of the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's how they found him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What are the odds? So they got an arrest warrant and got him. Caught him outside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just a picture of him. 
That's wild. So that just like, so then were they looking at pictures of the restaurant trying to figure out where, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What led them to even see Yeah, are you just like searching street views of the area? Mm-hmm. Like how long have you been searching these street views? Right. What made you uh-huh. go there? Yeah. It's crazy. Not only does it capture like criminals like that, but in the Philippines, they use it to combat illegal logging activities. Well, so they, they find stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And David Stones, I believe is how you pronounce this guy's last name, had his car stolen, destroyed. And then he went and bought another one. It was then stolen. And then David's 11-year-old son, Ruben, was looking at their home on Google Street View, saw that the Google car had passed by as the, as the thief was stealing their car. And the police were like, really off. Yeah. Yeah. So after two years and Google's cooperation on unboring the, per- the suspects, um, all this information and stuff in face, they arrested Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Isn't it? It's like Detective Google. I know. And there's so many more stories, but yeah, that's the ones that I'm cool. Yeah. It's wild. Well, it's just so random. I know. It just shows you how you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something about, like, I mean, obviously it can be used for good. There's just but something the about privacy cameras right? that yeah. freaks me out. And yeah. I, I don't even know why. Like, it's not even like I necessarily have to be doing anything wrong. It's yeah. just something about cameras that freaks me out. Oh, I know. Even standing in the line at like Home Goods when you're like staring at yourself in a camera or at the checkout mm-hmm. in Walmart, you're like, I don't like it. Oh. And anytime that I like accidentally run a red light, I always think, oh, oh my gosh, sure I got my me. info. <laughs> I'm sure yep. did. Did I have it yet? <laughs> not that I do it all the time, but you know. No, here in Nicholasville, I'm sure they do this everywhere, but they recently put up new cameras off of Keen to like track license plates as they come in. And I'm always like, what, what is on my record? Like they're uh-huh. going to come after me. For the longest time, I was so against having a ring doorbell. Yeah. Because I just did not mm-hmm. like having to have access to that. But also like, what if it gets hacked or whatever? Yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't like, I don't like cameras. And yeah. so I didn't like it being there. And, but I enjoyed but then something happened to make me feel unsafe. So I had to. In yeah. the camera. Now it's, it's great. Yeah. I will. I love every time Lauren and Ella come over, yeah. I go and I look at the ring doorbell yeah. just to see what ridiculous, cause they love talking to oh, it. Yeah. And they like, they're hilarious. Yeah, they do goofy things for mm-hmm. the ring cameras benefit. <laughs> it, all, it always makes me laugh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I was so against them. There's just, I just don't like it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't exactly know. No, why. I mean, it's there for your private, like to help with your privacy, but then it just kind of feels like an invasion at mm-hmm. the same time. But I am glad when it can be used for good. I know. I am just sitting here thinking about all the retail items that we're going to have in the coffee shop. And I'm like, how many cameras and where can I put them? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. But then also you can't put like teenagers faces on social media. Cause I would so just like blast these people and mm-hmm. be like, this person's a thief today. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So you got to like know how old they are. Cause what if you accidentally post a 15 year old, hmm. do you think it's like 20? You could blow their faces probably. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. To show what they're wearing. That'd be enough for their parents, yeah. especially in this town. Mm-hmm. Small. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks to our listener for writing that first story in too. Yeah. Thanks for that. Mr. Flippy Floppies. <laughs> <laughs> Belly button, sir. <laughs> All right. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.